Via Stage interviews artists producing the most thought-provoking work on stage. Today, we're on the phone with Andy Lauffer, who directed the play Take Me, which is performing at Straw Dog Theater in Chicago through June 22nd. Inspired by true events, Take Me is the story of Shelley, a woman trapped by the trauma of a husband in a coma and the chaos that followed. Looking for solace, she finds herself pulled into the realm of wild alien conspiracy theories. Voices from the sky tell her the answer to all her problems is to build an alien-themed amusement park in Roswell, New Mexico. What else can we expect from the play Take Me? Let's ask director Andy Lawfer. Tell me a little bit about Take Me over at Stradog Theater. I understand that it's inspired by true events. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it is right. It is right. So um, I did a play with Mark Barino and John Lankford, the guys who wrote Take Me, about 10 years ago for the House Theater called All the Fame of Lofty Deeds. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just kind of like punk country musical thing about uh, this old uh, cowboy country singer kind of guy. And um, I don't know, we just kind of hit it off. And so Mark came to me about three years ago when I was one of the artistic directors of Straw Dog with this idea for a play about a friend of a friend of his who um, was abducted by aliens. And okay, okay, and uh, the aliens told him to build an alien themed amusement park in Roswell, New Mexico. So, so he he went to Roswell and he got he went to the city council, he got them to give him hundreds of thousands of dollars for plans to build this amusement park, and uh. Then the, the market collapsed in 2007, 2008, and they ended up taking all their money away. And uh, so the dream kind of died. But uh, now this guy is a big, like, uh, he's a big draw on the, like, abduction circuit. You know, uh-huh. like, he gives speeches and shit about being abducted. And um, so anyway, we thought that was a cool story. So we changed it from a man to a woman. We added a bunch of other elements to, you know, kind of make it more dramatic. And, wow. And, um, and uh, so that's kind of how we came up with this thing. But it's uh, it's been a trip working on it. You know, for some odd reason, I, I feel like I've heard of this story. I might have read about it uh, at some point. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. I, I think it was at the time, I think it was uh, about 10 years ago, it was kind of a, a big thing that was going on. <laughs> Did you so as uh, as someone that collaborated on this? Did you get to meet this person in no, in no. your life? No, we've, uh, we've we've had dialogue with him. Wow! But we have not. Uh, we haven't like had a face to face meeting. He lives in a different state, and um, he'll probably actually come down and see the show. He's super psyched about it happening, you know. But um, yeah, not no face to face meeting. Okay. I wouldn't know what to ask him. You know, like yeah. That alien abduction stuff is it's wild, man. You know. Now, in the in this play, you like you said, you've changed this person into turned him into a woman, and the play features her her husband, who's apparently in a coma. Is that's right? That's right. So we've added some. One of the things we've added is some PTSD for her to get through. 
Um, which this guy, the real guy, really went through some kind of PTSD, some some family um, drama, and some you know some, some trauma in his life. Yeah. So we've 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 created um, a situation where the where the the main character Shelly, um, her husband was the last survivor of a plane crash that he was the pilot of, uh-huh. and and he survived, but he's he's basically in like vegetable state. Yeah. And uh, that creates this kind of PTSD where she starts, her brain, you know, just creates this defensive mechanism where she starts blocking out parts of reality to protect herself. Right. And that is where, in um, just from doing some research on abductees, it seems like a pretty common thing that these people go through. Some trauma? So. Uh, the, um, the trauma, yeah, yeah. So we, so we focused on that, that trauma to kind of build the world of why she is, um, putting, you know, so much gravity in the, the alien's abduction, that kind of stuff. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I'm not sure if I should laugh, but I I guess this is described as also as a, as a comic Fantasia. And when I, when I think of that term, comic Fantasia, it conjures up images of, like really colorful costumes, like over the top costumes and dreamy music. Is it is it that type of a musical? Um, it it is in parts. It is. It's really um, you know we we say comic fantasia, and that we what we're seeing is this woman's memory of the time, and so there's a lot of things that are kind of jumping back and forth. It's, it's not a very linear story, uh-huh. um, and so. So, you know, when she goes to the city council, the city council is full of Russian space dogs <laughs> instead of people. Right. Um, you know, she she conjures these um, other voices in her head become reality. So she has a space cowboy personality. She has a, uh, a blue dog stuffed animal <laughs> that is one of her personalities. So there's a lot of different <laughs> wild, crazy you know, personalities happening on stage at the same time. Yeah. Um, so in that way, yeah, it is. But uh, we also see Shelley, the main character, as just a kind of a broken person through right. a lot of the show, you know. Now, okay, so you've created this character, Shelley. Is this a character that uh, regular audience members can somehow relate to on some level? I think so. I mean, we've all gone through some trauma in our life, haven't we? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's all. I think we all have a, a probably a little section of time where we're, you know, there's like a bunch of shame built up about the way we behaved or the way that we feel like we should have changed things in our lives or the way that we, the way that we acted that we shouldn't have. You know, there's a there's a lot of truth to that character for everyone, um, just in terms of how we try to deal with pain. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, life is hard, and so your brain tries to protect you yeah. from all that stuff. And uh, this is a real extreme example, but I think it's true for everyone that you that you kind of create you create a world around you to make you feel better in situations when you um, it's hard to deal with what actually happened. Right. It's a, it's know? a way of coping. Yeah, it's a way of coping, and so that's just that's kind of the story that we're telling is this, is this way that this woman's coping with this terrible thing that happened to her and she just does that's just the way that her brain has taught her to cope with it for whatever reason, you know? Wow. And we kind of get into, in the story, we get into this kind of backstory of like her parents and how, where they came from and the way, you know, the way that they taught her to think and, yeah. um, it's all, it's all kind of explained. So it's not out of any, it's not out of nowhere, you know? 
but it is it's an, it's an extreme example but uh it right. wouldn't be a musical if it wasn't right. a little extreme at least so. right <laughs> so so as a musical did you guys compose the music yourselves no john langford uh who's a member of the waco brothers and the mekons you know like that kind of uh-huh. The first wave of British punk that came to the U.S. with okay. the, um, John Langford wrote all the music. We have uh, this incredible woman named Annabelle Revac who uh, arranged John's music from punk country into orchestrated so that it could be played by a whole band. And uh, we have this great music director named Chuck Evans who's putting it all together. It's uh, we're really lucky to have this team, and you know, for everybody to be involved. A lot of times when you get somebody who's kind of a celebrity like John, they, they're real hands-off, you know? Right. And uh, John is not that way. So he's been involved from kind of top to bottom. Cool. Coming in and checking in on everybody and just being really supportive and, you know, helping us with the art as well. You know, John Langford's a really accomplished visual artist as well. Uh-huh. So he's been, uh, you know, coming in and working with uh, the set designer and we're trying to kind of put his mark on on everything across the board. The show is also super projection heavy. Oh, wow. So we have like, I don't know, 12 projectors in this little room. And uh, Tony Churchill, who's like one of the best projection designers in Chicago, is doing our projection. So we're, we have like just an incredible team working on this show. Wow. We're really lucky. And a lot of people agreed to do the show. A lot of designers agreed to do it because it's John Langford's music. You know, they wanted to be a part of this kind of like, punk rock kind of style show so worked out for everybody no that sounds cool to be using like a punk rock theme and the special effects sound pretty outrageous right right uh now the straw dog theater is i've been there before it's not a large stage having all that going on 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 a in a storefront theater space how how challenging is that it is very fucking challenging <laughs> I don't know. I, I cannot think of another way to tell you that would make any sense. So, uh, in the fall, we did this show called Mask Macabre. It was this whole immersive show where we used every room at Stradog. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and uh, that was super fun and that was really challenging. So, I was like, there's nothing I could do in one room that would be half as challenging as Mask Macabre because that took the whole building, you know? Yeah. So, so I told the designer, oh, I want the room to be. A planetarium. A what? A planetarium. A planetarium. And they were like, well, <laughs> we can't do that, but we could, you know, use the walls and the ceiling. I was just going to say, yeah. You know? And so we kind of came up with this, like, middle ground uh-huh. where every inch of wall is being projected on in the entire space. Even like the back wall and the sides? Everywhere, everywhere. So the audience is pretty much immersed in this whole thing. Totally immersed, yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's totally, it's really wild to see these guys like making it and how it's, you know, how everything moves from one thing to another and there's underscoring throughout the whole show. So it's like, it's almost like this giant poem instead of a play, you know? Like yeah. there's so much stuff happening all the time, and it's all real image heavy, and and um, jumps back and forth between reality and fantasy, and it's, it's yeah. just really it's it's crazy, man. So uh, it sounds like it's got a lot of energy, and would be a lot yeah. of fun to watch. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And how how big is your cast? It's nine people. Holy and a, nine people, and then a four person band. Yeah, and that's is, it, man. Is John Langford going to be there on opening night? He'll be there. I think we'll see. That's fantastic. Well, th- yeah, yeah. This sounds like a fantastic show, and I'm definitely going to go to the opening. Uh, is there anything cool, anything else that you want to share with the audience about the the your musical Take Me? I'm just really excited. I think it's going to be super fun. Um, I think it'll be it's a, it's heavy, you know. Yeah, it's heavy. It's not like uh, okay. it's not a light it's not a light experience, you know. So right. come for the music, but stay for the tears, kind of thing. All right, it's got uh, it's going to stretch people from yeah one. And to the other emotionally, which is good. The script is the script is fantastical. The music is is punk country. It's pure John Langford music. It's mostly original. You know, it's like um, original music. It's 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 yeah. awesome. So it should be a great time. To find showtimes for Take Me, visit viastage.com, where artists and venues can post their own local live shows. This is Caesar Gonzalez. Podcasting for Via Stage.